can opening does it not sound like a can opening no because my one sounded like a can opening i'm assuming i can't hear playback <laughs> oh mm. maybe mm. well one or two cans just opened one or two or one or two or can or can can i haven't got any way to do anything all i know hey, it's another week i know one thing for certain what do that you is know? my name is andrew jones and i'm a cinephile i'm jolly ennis and i'm movie mad are you movie mad? I am indeed. Oh, that's the name of the podcast in uh, which I ask you. I show you films and ask if you're actually movie mad about them and other things. But and uh, hey, the time I am. yeah, but uh, we were going to do an episode. We were. I feel bad now because I didn't realize <laughs> you but, completely uh, changed it all just for little old me. But uh, hey, um, things have happened once again. We're you know we're stuck, isolated, away from each other. We are missing indeed. each other, missing each other's touch. Always our, our, sm- our smells, <laughs> tastes, uh, and uh, we just had uh, April Fool's Day. We did indeed yesterday, um, as we yeah, record. As we record, that gets you a timestamp. The timestamp is yesterday. <laughs> and with that, All of course, we'll see through far away. Are you done? Are you done? Well, something came out, so uh, we've dropped our plans for one more week. We have indeed. We were. Because hey, what, what's more fun than two weeks in a row? Our planned episodes are shifting. I know. I feel bad about this. Now. Well, well, look. You know what? The first time around, that wasn't your fault. Yeah. That was uh, that was West Covida. And this time around, you offered it. Like I didn't ask. I just mentioned that this film would come out, and you said. Shall we? I was well, like, sounds good to me. We were always going to do this as an episode. We were. We were indeed. And it would be better because if it's a bad film, we've both been through it together. We don't have to go through it together again. Yes, see. Yes. That's some Andrew logic going on there. <laughs> Although I am uh, of the opinion that I'm going to be watching this again later tonight with my right. sister. Good for you. I'm going to show my family uh, the first couple episodes of uh, Review with Forrest McNeil tonight because they haven't seen it yet and I'm going to go through that again because that film, that show is a masterpiece. Um, what have you been doing since we last spoke? Since we last spoke? Uh, I've been sitting at a uh, Google Doc trying to write, struggling. Oh, yeah. You know, creativity. Hard to find these days. Yep, can't argue there. I queue for half an hour to go into a shop, only to be told it's one person per household. So, uh, because I left with my parents, my father was with me. He went ah. straight in, and then he forgot the PIN number of his card. Oh, God. So he had to use real money, which they did not like much. Mm. So that was a fun experience. I offered him my contactless, and he said, I don't know how to use it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, he's not even in his 70s. <laughs> my... Uh... My oh, mum got half, uh, full. half for what? Troll. With the game movie from last year, and then I went to bed, and now he's yeah. watching all the rest of it. There were two alligators. One of them, you know, almost always killed the character, but she's a main character, so I'm guessing she won't die. Wow. Spoilers for Cruel, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like, I think she was don't dead all along. Don't spoil Cruel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Your mum? Uh, my mum has um, been officially told, uh, she was told on April Fool's Day that oh this is your last day working and then you're on uh, furlough, uh, which she spelt with a T-H. Um, furlough? Yeah. And, uh, furlough Marshall. So we heard this from my dad and he texted both me and my sister and asked us if he can stay with us. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So, uh, what else have I been doing? I watched two episodes of um, Tiger King. Is that what it's called? Tiger King? Mm-hmm. Sure. Ah, it's fine. It's, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's... Oh, it's like anything that Netflix might end up being a sensation because no one else understands what good television might be. Like, I understand the whole, you know, it, it gets more and more fucked up as it goes along, but I, I completely sort of agree with your point of all these documentary series, they can really condense it. Mm. into just yeah. a film um, 85 minutes yeah. let's get it done Truncation. So, um, yeah I've not been like hooked on it like I said I've only watched two episodes and they were fairly spaced apart um, well, well, and I'm not uh, rushing to see six the feet? yes has to mm. be at least six feet um, and, I introduced, and I introduced my sister to uh Uncut Gems last night, which was okay. still a workout of a movie. Was that yeah. the fourth time I've seen it now? And whew, wow. Yeah. Uh, but that's about it. Just that. How, and how, how did your sister enjoy it? She uh, she seemed to enjoy it, yeah. She, she, she didn't really say much afterward, <laughs> which I, I kind of understand. Like, I remember the first time I saw it, and I, I didn't appreciate it as much as when you took me to see it. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe I'm going to show it, show it to her again tonight. <laughs> Just keep putting it on until, until she respects what it. What if the April Fool's is you started April Fool's with watching it, and you're now <laughs> going to do it every day? So instead of that being the joke, that's being the starting gun. I think they, they missed a trick with my mum. They should have told her on eight, on March thirty first. This is your last day. And then the next mm. day, be like, where are you? It's supposed to be in. <laughs> but um, enough about that. We've got a movie to watch. Do and we? Right one. And this is one we've been planning. To, uh, it is. It's. I. It's going to be an interesting one. Um, I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm uncertain. I don't think it's going to be the best movie in the world, but I think Good. it's going to be like watching an extended episode, and I'm happy for that. You know, it's right now. I remember being excited when uh, Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa came out, oh, and yeah. I went to see that opening night. I had a drink beforehand because you know it's Jackass, and yeah. I was excited. Right, Jackass meets a narrative format. This could be a really good film because they might be able to get a good story going on alongside lots of silly jokes. What happened, unfortunately, was the narrative format was annoyingly tedious and thus the stunts were kind of bland and empty. It wasn't exactly a Bruno, which managed to get a good storyline going with some crazy shit. I was just trying to think what um, what kind of films like this can manage, bo- manage both. Because I'm not expecting an amazing storyline, but I'm expecting some fun banks and some fun punishment. Yeah, um, but the point is the fact that they feel like they have to, you know, 
thread things along with a storyline. When you look at the first, the, the three actual Jackass movies, there isn't yeah. a storyline. There isn't even, uh, you know, an on, ensuing theme except for the end of culture to some degree, yeah, the rise of vulgarism. And no, 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 Jackass is brilliant. I'm not you know, saying that, but it is the end of the concept of respectability and the rise of just punk in mainstream in the absolute mainest of mainstream because before that you weren't having films released to a thousand three thousand screens over the course of a big weekend in which someone shoves a car a plastic car in a condom up their ass and it gets an (laughs) x-ray that didn't happen until 2001 yeah (laughs) you know so this that that was its own thing but to th- when you thread a plot in there as well it's because it has to be they have to then focus on those moments and sometimes people aren't as good as actors as they think they might be or maybe they know they're not very good actors and that makes it even worse because the joke yeah. is they're doing it badly you know rich diawadi style and, and if you're not have... rich diawadi you can't do that <laughs> and we have seen their um their previous works before shown like Yeah. Now, um, because we haven't given context yet, because Johnny is not the kind of person who offers context, uh, we're doing Impractical Jokers, the movie. We are indeed. We are Impractical indeed. Jokers being the uh, true TV show that has taken the world by storm. And it's it's crazy how they still manage to do it, because you'd think enough. it must be so much harder now than it ever was, you know, in yeah, terms of being recognised. to that point. But uh, that's kind of the game of it as well. But there, yeah. it, it is such a specific part of culture that there is a lot of people who are closed off to that. That's you know, nice. there will be a whole generation where they can go out and do things and people won't know <laughs> it's them, as it were. Eventually it's just going to be impractical jokers against the boomers. <laughs> Isn't that what most of the time when they go do the shopping stuff, that's kind of what it is? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... I wonder how they're filming the new season. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> I wonder if this would have got on the cinema release if this whole... I reckon it would have done happened. like a one-night special at some screenings. Probably mm. Prince Charles would do it, that kind of thing. Yeah, it would have been nice to see it on the big screen. That's that's the only downside, but at least we get to see it a bit early and um, we get to see it in the comfort of our own homes, I suppose. But I still would like, I would have loved to be sat next to you watching this. Because what watching... would you have done? <laughs> what wouldn't I have done? Um, watch the watching... film. <laughs> watching this show with you is like one of the best things to do together, I find. Really? Other than the podcast. Yeah, I always, whenever we're hanging out and, and there's like an episode, we just. Much. I don't feel like we've watched many things of it together. We haven't, but like it's. It's always fun when we do. No? Just me? (laughs) I just Um, don't feel like we've done it enough. We haven't. We haven't done it nearly enough. Um, But we did (laughs) go to... um, We'll we'll dive into a movie instead. But yeah, we did. Go and tell your stories. We did did go uh, to the um, the stadium tour. The O2. Remember the O2? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. what tour was it? Was that called? It wasn't Transcendent well, it wasn't basketball, was it? basketball. It was the one before that. Let me check. But um, yeah, that was a 
I was expecting I was expecting to be like running around DO2 <laughs> and doing, doing bits beforehand. Yeah, film that stuff. Yeah, that's what, yeah. At least that to be not maybe maybe not live, but to have done stuff during the day before the show, like wandering San around. San Diego sent us. Yes, Santiago Santiago Santos. Yeah. Yeah. I checked um, out Owen Benjamin because, of course, he opened for them and then he became a Trumpy wanker. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Um, but I remember, yeah, that was my gift to you one Christmas, I believe. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was a Christmas yeah. gift. What did I get um, for you that year? Your was it love? Undying love and support. Undying. Oh, boy. Undying. We're in a pandemic. That's not going to last long. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, so we did that. That wasn't amazing, but it was still fun to do with you. And I think yeah. that was my. Uh, we we, my we got we got upgraded seats. We, we did nosebleeds, and we got to sit down on the uh, floor. Yeah, that was something. Um, and uh, I think that was I was still like trying to force you to like this show at that point. <laughs> no, didn't... I had accepted it. Oh yeah, I couldn't remember if you'd accept it or not. Or I wouldn't if have I just gone. Booked through tickets and was like, "You're coming to see this for me." I wouldn't have gone. Well, rude. You totally would have gone because it's me. No, I'd have said you should get someone else, someone who actually would have appreciated it. Fair enough. And you might have fallen um, in love with them, and oh, what the romance would have started with the tenderloins. And then so what, tenderloins. what do you remember? What was your first like thing you saw of Impractical Jokers? See, my first thing with the Impractical Jokers wasn't what I saw. Okay. I remember um, Julie Klausner would be on uh, the best show on WFMU with uh, Tom Sharpling, who hosted it, and talk about how um, in the uh, New York nightlife she could never get into uh, after parties and events, but always, every time, the guest list would have at least two of the Impractical Jokers. And she'd be like, yeah, and all they do is like, ah, oh, no, don't make me do, oh, come on, that's not fair. And so my <laughs> assumption was these guys are idiots who just do stupid shit on TV and they're not very funny because they're making jokes, but it turns out that they're actually friends with the apprentice. Found out that Chris Gethard fans would be on Chris Gethard shows every so often. Mm. It's like, oh, okay, you're, you're kind of cool people who, you know, grew up, who, New UCB stuff. That's fine. You're cool. There is then, a UK version of this, isn't there? There was a UK version of this. I don't know if it ran for more than one series. Have you ever but... seen it? <laughs> Why would I? Why would you assume such a thing of me? Am I a, a bastard? Is that what you call me? <laughs> you call me a bastard? Yeah, because I can't imagine... It ran for three series. Wow. It's I can't like, imagine uh, how it would work. because Ocean Quality, the... Joe Domit was in it. Really? Mm. See what what makes the US version so unique is, is, is the fact that they're like lifelong friends. BBC um, Three, and then on Channel Five and Comedy Central announced uh, one for twenty fifteen mm. with a whole different cast. Um, see, my first cool. uh, memory of the US impractical impractical jokers, which I can never really say properly. Um, OG is, um, is the punishment with Sal doing the uh, VR and they, they transformed the room around him. Which is something you uh, expressly showed me before I saw pretty much anything else. That was one of the I first was I was thinking maybe obsessed. that was both of our first. Because um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I imagine I must have shown you that. 
Um, yeah. But I was hooked on it since then. And then um, that was always my favourite punishment until... What's, what's your favourite punishment of, them, of the show so far? I think it is uh, my stopping people smoking. Oh, really? Mm, walking around, taking cigarettes <laughs> out of people's mouth and throwing them away. Just kind of bum a cigarette and just <laughs> throwing that. Because akin to the one you're about to say, it's full of social awkwardness and the <laughs> lack of grace. But it's also this thing of maybe it's also a political statement by accident. <laughs> thinking. Or maybe they're thinking it is a performance piece they're witnessing because it's New York. And that just adds a layer of awkwardness because if you then have to be considered a, a New York performer doing artsy things, isn't that more of a humiliation <laughs> than just being a dick? <laughs> That's right. I, I won't I read it to anything. It's quarantine. But I've I've think I've probably only ever seen that punishment once. But the one that I love, which yes. you know I'm gonna say, is the uh um Q painting the red X's. What's he <laughs> doing? What's he doing? Let let's set that one up. Come on. Tell <laughs> tell the story. So he is I'm laughing just thinking about it. So the whole thing was a um it's it's not a task. What do they call it? It's a class. No, no. Do not have, like, for each, like, not the punishments, but they, the other... Is it, do, uh, do they call it tasks? I'm trying to think. Round. 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 Yeah, we are. Um, so, <laughs> it's the last round of the show, and <laughs> they were in an art class, and each one had to just do and say what the other people told them. And Q was last up, and he refused. Was it Joe told him to paint a red X on one of this, uh, one of the uh, paintings of these little kids, just like a mother daughter thing, and um, and he refused. And because he refused, that meant he was a loser for the entire episode. So now he had to, he has to paint red X's on every single one, and it's. It's the most genius one I've ever seen because it's just so out of the blue and last minute. And and it's just the, the best reaction is um, it's not even of what's happening in the class itself. It's watching Sal, Murr and... Um, <laughs> Sal, Murr and... Um, why has his name gone out of my head? It's Joe. Joe. Um, <laughs> their reactions... And they're just like screaming at the monitors. I just, I love it so much. And if that episode's ever on, I can't not watch it. Um, yeah. Mm. Tell you what's not fun when people almost come close to vomiting. Yeah. Who does that most? I'd say it's usually so. Q, isn't it? Yeah. Didn't Q like proper vomit in front of Sal though once? Yeah. Yeah. Sal's um, the one who's, you know, going straight to that, wasn't it? The, the one they had for their live show, the what, the humiliation they couldn't show. When they were <laughs> licking some poop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Um, yeah, and there's some good uh, celebrity cameos, which are you expecting much in celebrity cameos in the movie? Mm, yeah. Yeah? Who are you right. hoping for? I'm Anyone? hoping we'll see Michael Shannon. Oh, I could see that. Um, Amy see Adams. That. I would like to see uh, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> uh, Russell Crowe would be great. Russell Crowe. Maybe Henry Cavill. 
Uh, Kevin Costner. With Diane Lane moustache. would be great. Henry Cavill without a moustache, of course. This was uh-huh. 2013. Um, who else do I want to see appear? I would like to see an IHOP appear. <laughs> the day I like to see that. Uh, maybe some sort of reference towards Deepwater Horizon. That'd be quite cool. Um, what else would I like to see? Gary Busey. Oh, I'd Gary like to see. Busey. I would like to see the uh, Practical Jokers release the World's Engine. That'd be quite nice. The World's Engine. Yeah, I've not seen that for a while. Probably not since 2013 cinema. I've seen a film that released a World's Engine, so that'd be good to see. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Richard Schiff. I'd like to see Richard Schiff and uh, Chris <laughs> Maloney. Maybe he could be a, a, a an army man who pops up at one point. That'd be nice. Tom Cruise. No. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. Um, but, but maybe if they want to tease up the next one, I would like to see them tease up that uh, Jesse Eisenberg might be the next one. Um, maybe Jeremy Irons, maybe Scoot McNary. Maybe uh, Holly, get Holly Hunter would be a nice one. <laughs> uh, maybe Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck. Maybe a hint <laughs> of uh, Ezra Miller. Uh, ooh, who else? Uh, Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher, he's cool. <laughs> Just, just, just maybe a CGI version that we can't quite see clearly of Jason Momoa. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. So you know those kind of things. I mean, oh, I, I'd oh, be oh. disappointed if uh, Gary Busey doesn't. At the end of it, uh, I want, uh, I want Woody, Woody Harrelson. He's, I want oh, to see Woody Harrelson in a prison cell. And um, he, he is saying that uh, there will be jokers. <laughs> And he's in a prison cell, of course, with Willie Nelson because he's lost in London. Oh. So yeah, that's all I want from this film. That's all not you too want. much. Nothing, nothing much. Yeah. Just, just a world's engine and IHOP and uh, some of the biggest <laughs> stars of 2009. <laughs> well, I've had. Uh, have you, do you know anything about the film? Like, have you seen I know any it's a story. clips? Of... I know it's a story film because I saw the trailer. Hmm. We all saw the trailer. Yeah. To work out if it was real or not. If it was just uh, a big yellow impractical joke on us. Have you seen any particular um, punishments or nope. tasks nope. or anything? Why would, I, no. why would I spoil anything, Johnny? The whole point is surprise, shock, and awe. Hearts and minds. No, I, you know, I think I've seen one clip came, popped up on uh, their official YouTube channel. And that um, clip was actually. Just a joke. <laughs> well, it, it it was quite interesting, and it's like, well, if this what if this what if this is what they're going to be revealing, if this what <laughs> this what they're going to do, um, yeah. then what they are hiding must be hopefully spectacular. It's going to be interesting because all I've heard is it's the stuff that they weren't allowed to, to do on TV. Mm, too hot for TV. So, yeah. What is this, the 90s? Please be the 90s, because you know what happened in the 90s? What happened in the Not 90s? Not isolation. Yeah, I know. Well, and I was recording radio shows with my friends on tape, so it was basically podcasting anyway. <laughs> oh, I've got my Oyster Journey history statement for the last month. How many travellings did I do? Well, they're coming back for the time when I had to turn around. No, I just got an email. I just got an email. Oh, right. <laughs> And do you reckon it notifies the time which I found out that uh, both cinemas I was going to go to had power cuts at the same time, which meant I couldn't go see My Spy or Bloodshot or Come oh. With Horses. 
What? What? Both West India and the O2. Yep. Jeez. That was a fun Saturday. Yeah. I remember um, when we used to go to the cinema. Three days later, that was it. Cinemas were gone. Yeah. Bond. I should have been. This I should have seen Bond, Bond today. Yeah. 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 We all should have been seeing uh, IMAX 3D version of Bond. I woke up this morning to a notification on my phone saying um, with my cinema ticket for 7.30am. I was like, what the hell? And I realised I was supposed to be seeing Bond. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, it's going to be. An in- I was thinking about it uh, yesterday. That it's going to be interesting to see the top ten lists of the year at- in December. Birds of prey, call of the wild, son of the hedgehog, <laughs> bad boys for life. Those who went to see this premiere of Mulan, Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> see, yeah, it's... those who managed to get to the premiere of a quiet place too. Maybe a quiet place too. Who knows? Has Mulan got a release date set yet? Nope. So it could potentially be next year. Maybe. Who so knows? They, they, it's, it's, it's a strange, strange time. Hey, I've seen Radioactive before everyone else, it turns out. Oh, yeah. Remember the Radioactive? A film no one will remember back when it comes out eventually, if it ever does come out, but nobody even remembers now and it's not even come out yet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Oh, we could have seen this in the cinema. People saw this one in the cinema. Yeah, I know. I saw it all over Instagram. They were going to individual um, movie theatres. Yeah. And, like, popping up. 3.6 million opening weekend. Yeah. I'd Very love good. to... Uh, that would have been so fun. Yeah, but you know what's more fun? What? Sitting in self-isolation, watching digitally at home with a friend. Yay. It and is. This is... too. Yes, it is available on all streaming platforms. It Most streaming platforms. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure if it, is it on Curse on Demand? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, come I on. Mean, it, can we go to the BFI player? Do they have their <laughs> system up for that? Can we watch it through these uh-huh. things? Oh, you can watch, you know, all your favourite Pierre Pasolini movies and also Impractical Jokers. No, it's not on demand for Curse on. Definitely. Well, they want you to watch. A portrait of a lady on fire. What I want to watch is a portrait of Impractical Jokers movies. I haven't got a joke. I haven't got a joke. There's no jokes left. The jo- the- we've used up our joke allotment for the decade. Um, well, what do you say we uh, get started on Impractical nah. Jokers, the movie? Nah. Let's never watch Impractical Jokers, the movie. Let's just say we did, and that's the joke. Ba-na-na-na. Warning, the following program, uh, movie, contains scenes of graphic stupidity among four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other. Hello? Oh. Are you all right? <laughs> hey, I've been down here since 1987. I was looking for the gift shop. It's on down the left. On February 21st, the world's greatest jokers are coming to the big screen. You're the impractical jokers. Yeah. Yeah. I love you guys. I'm having this huge party. I'll see you in Miami. She sent three tickets. We'll settle this. The four of us will compete in hidden camera challenges on the way down to Miami, and the loser doesn't go to the party. Your object is to get people to stop to help you. I lost my virginity in this car. It was a hell of a night. You show me what you have in the trunk. You don't work for the fuzz, do you? (laughs) I'm just his number one fan. I need a little bit more crazy eyes. 
<laughs> what are we doing? Four grown men, we're out here jacking around. If you guys want to leave and go home, I'm ready to go now. No! We're not going anywhere. We're going to finish what we started. Four Jokers. Three tickets. Ten challenges. One. Think this through. Not really. Not really. In Practical Jokers, the movie, in theaters February 21st. My God. I I can't remember the last time we've watched a film where we've both laughed that much. Yeah. <laughs> 12 Years a Slave. Um... Queen and Slim. <laughs> the classics. Oh, I mean, um... Worth the wait, do you think? I, I think it was. What's, what's the wait you're referring to here? I mean, I've been waiting for this film for about a year or two now. Yeah? Since I heard them... Uh, since I heard they were work, working on it. It's not that you've been waiting for your whole dang life for this experience. Uh, no. Okay, not quite. Fair enough. Not, all right, useless. What kind of conversation <laughs> is this? I want passion. I want desire. <laughs> I want Ochika. Maybe softcore. <laughs> um, right, so, what do you think about the story? It's the weakest element, certainly. Yeah, definitely. But it's integrated but... well. Yeah, and the um, the the pranks and the punishments more than make up for it. The fact I that think... they are making sure that they acknowledge the world they're in. Yeah, makes the story work as well. Doing it like, yeah, we are the guys from this show. It's not like we're trying to play characters or anything. It's just we do a show, and we this is it. And we're you know, yeah, we're making a movie. And wait, what if the movie is about us making the movie, which is also about this storyline, which is fake? We'll have little bits and pieces here and there, and we'll just throw out some gags and do some sketches here and there as well. And then you know, your pranks, which you came here for. <laughs> Did it. I mean... it did it better yeah better than most anything of that kind of style because yeah. that is that is nigh on impossible to nail yeah um and, and, and it did feel yeah. it did feel uh quite often felt like big much bigger than the show in terms of the, the stunts they were pulling did it um i think so i don't think it did like in terms of like, I understand why they they wouldn't be able to get away with this on TV, or on True TV, or whatever. Really? You know. I understand why the producer wouldn't let um, the the prank, the punishment with uh, um, with Ma at the strip club for his birthday. I could really? kind of understand. Yeah, I can't. They've done more than enough crazy stuff on TV. I suppose. I don't know. Right? She says it's basic one, cable as well, which is, you know, a okay for most things. Mm. Um, but uh, it, it, that's not a ding against it. Yeah. It's not saying that, you know, it's bad. They're fun. They're um, always fun. And this is some really good selections of them. Do you have a highlight already, or are you still mulling over it? <sighs> Joe's interview. 
Yes. The Atlanta Hawks. Uh, that was a very, very good time. That was... That was a worrying amount of confidence in the wrong places. <laughs> the um, the, the Jaden Smith uh, moment was... Perfect. <laughs> Just the timing of the cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing it all back. Um, the, the little nods they had, like, you know, uh, someone mentioned um, at the very beginning of the film, they mentioned uh, Larry on the radio, which is oh, yeah. a nice little, you know. Um, yeah, that's a license plate as well. Yeah. And the club at um, the end is uh, Santiago's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no no moustaches. No moustaches, yeah. That was and, a uh, shame. No, no one asked where you get to go anywhere. Uh, well, he did mention up your ass and to the left uh, when he was in the cave. Really? Um, yeah. I yeah. did. <laughs> Missed that. Was going, he was going on about, um, I, I was looking for the gift shop when up, up the ass and to the left. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that uh, cave sequence is, I think, the only clip they've got online. Um, and it was like what they were sort of selling the film on. Um, Which makes sense, because that's a nice bit that uh, you can spoil. Yeah. Because it's a fun moment, and it's early on. <laughs> and, and, it's, <laughs> and it's a good piece of business. Yeah. Um, I'm just the boat scanning stuff, the boat through stuff. it again. The boat stuff was brilliant. Um, Convincing Joe's... someone not to have a um, an, an army veteran on the boat. But yeah, maybe not. <laughs> what he said where do you serve Iraq oh so he's good <laughs> he's done Iraq <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, yeah the, I'm do you know what I watched um, <laughs> I watched Uncut Gems last night and I was like you know like knocked out by just how how breathless and anxiety inducing it is and it just knocks you out yeah. And this one's just knocked me out by just how much I've laughed the entire way through. Um, oh, it would have been so good to watch together. It like, really would In would've. a room together. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to say anything more about the, any particular punishments and stuff, because it's, no. it's one of those films that you, <laughs> you, really, you don't want it all spoiled for you. Um, the cats. My God, the the big cats. cats. Just 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 cats. The concept of cats. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the musical. The musical was <laughs> uh, was uh, so horrible that uh, we all allergic. We all uh, you know afraid of cats these days. <laughs> um, I I got a bit worried at the beginning with the um the sort of flashback sequence. Yeah. Um, you mentioned, uh, was it 21 Jump Street, remind you, Joel? Yes. Um, when it's, you know, Jonah and Channing playing the uh, early versions of the teenage version of themselves. Yeah. And that's kind of the joke, is that they're doing that. But, um, but, that, but yeah, the whole, the whole setup for Pool Abdul was... Yeah, can, it's not like... No, it's a 10-minute <laughs> opening before you get yeah. to pieces. That's the thing. It's a good thing that they they spent the majority of the film doing the stuff that we all love. 
Um, but it, it, it did feel like you know you have this ten maybe twelve minutes opening and then we cut to uh, on set doing mm. a bit and and then it felt right immediately as yeah. soon as they get to them faffing around as a bad Santa yeah it's like oh that's uh, that's what we're looking for that's that's the sweet 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 juice nine minutes and forty seconds I believe there you Just, go. I'm scanning through it again um, digital. <laughs> I mean, do you think this is going to be one you're going to go over again and again? I'll definitely I think watch I'm it definitely again. going to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I bought it now. I kind of have to. I mean, there's really good bits yeah. in it. I'll happily go back to some of the sequences. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm... <laughs> that's really tired me out. <laughs> and that's... I'm, so... I'm so glad for that. Because I... I... I did worry. I think I saw. Uh... Like, you know, it's sort of two out of five. Rotten Tomatoes didn't have much of a percentage on it and stuff. Yeah. So I was worried if it was going to be a, a late disappointment. Duck. Yeah. Like here's three bits and it's all trying to be like an ego trip. Mm. Something embarrassing. <laughs> and this would have been great to see on a big screen again. Yeah, I mean, cinematically, obviously, every shot it's a uh, painting. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, who um, do you say came out of it the best? Let's do rankings. In terms of what? As humans. As humans. I uh, mean, what in, in terms of well, like success? Who was the funniest? I, I, who was the craziest? Right, um, Did you want to murder anyone with your own bare hands while they flail helplessly while traffic goes past? <laughs> I think Joe was the uh, the best for me, um, in terms of like success rate. Um, um, it's never about success rate. It's about you know failing triumphantly. Yeah, but like um, the, but he wins triumphantly too. Like you said with the boat thing, his yeah. his turn on that was was genius. He, um, he has that ability to do anything. That's that's entirely yeah. the point of the opening sequence. Um, in terms of punishment, I think, uh, and I think this is like quite usual for the show in that Sal gets the worst of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think Joe and Sal, and they've always been my favourites. Who are your favourites? Oh, Mer guy. Really. Yeah. Okay. I like weirdo I underdogs who kind of have a genuine nature to them. <laughs> now, I did like the small reference to the um the the weird character that Murr put on towards the yeah. beginning of the film. Um because when I, when he popped up I did say that was the best part of the um the live show. The the live show we saw when Murr just dresses up and it's just this Oh, it's just kind of Terrifying. It's questionable, possible <laughs> uh, paedophile look. That's so if you're trying to get a context of it. It's if if you watch the Lonely Islands, the creep. It's that. Yes, exactly. Um, and he doesn't even need to say anything. <laughs> but oh, most creeps God. don't. They just look. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it just, just popped up again. So I'm just like letting it play out on the screen here. <laughs> Oh man! And it's technically a Christmas movie, maybe because there is one nope. scene with a Santa nope. Claus. No, nope. they even no? say it's in July. Yeah, but 
if you ignore that bit. But we don't ignore anything because every scene is painting. Just we just stated that. How dare you? Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about this. It was just I'm I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so ecstatic right now that. <laughs> It What's wrong with season it. five? What is wrong with season five? What's wrong with season five? Is that five? a thing? Is it just a bit? I assume that's just a random, like, well, if you say that one. Yeah, maybe. Because I, I was trying to think maybe it's like a thing with the fans or something. But I've I know it's the season that, that Lorne Michaels was fired for. <laughs> and yeah, and then uh, the next series, uh, that's when the cast changed. And then uh, season <laughs> six is when the cast came back again. Yeah, makes sense. It was awkward because it was uh, Robert Downey Jr., Anthony Michael Hall, Eddie Murphy, and uh, Joe Piscopo. And everyone just kept coming <laughs> up to them going, hey, I like two of you. It wasn't as funny. I'm just looking it up um, on Google, and there's a post for Reddit. Was yeah. season five really that bad? Um, pretty sure it's because the, fun- the finale was the Nitro, Circo, uh, the Nitro yep. Circus special. Right. Okay. I think that might have been it. <laughs> that wasn't bad. It was just unnecessary. Yeah. They didn't there wasn't much in it. No. Um and Joe got hurt really badly. Q has lasting injuries apparently. But, but yeah. if it, if we laughed, then it's all fine. Yeah. It's the law of comedy. You can hurt yourself as much, but if you laugh at it, you've done a good job. Yeah. Um, I hurt myself um... every week for this podcast, so I hope you laugh. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, Ma is engaged now, I want to say. He's engaged, not married. To which (laughs) of the dancers? All of them. Oh, big love. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, Oh man okay just, can you give yeah. us life updates on everybody while you're here no um i was just because uh, i followed them on instagram with buddies you know they never answer my questions when they go live but yeah friends good pals mates <laughs> apparently Mermaid. one i think i think Mur and maybe uh joe were doing a thing on instagram the last day or two where they were watching it live with people, like FaceTiming people, while they were watching it on digital. But... But, hey, instead, (laughs) you waited to perform the podcast experience. I did, I did wait. You lost your your movie virginity with a friend. That's how I... Although, again, I would have preferred in person with us two looking each other in the eye. Which I? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, it's like we're intertwined, except we keep ourselves <laughs> apart. Are you glad that we um that we push back this week's whatever's going to be planned episode next week's episode? Yeah, yeah, because uh, hey, this one's a funny one. This was a, this was <laughs>, laughs. Which, you know, we can't say about anything else we'll ever do again, because this is the only comedy ever made. It really is. Yeah. Now, you know what? The Martians are comedy. The Martians? <laughs> yeah, Golden Globe. Golden Globe winning comedy. 
God, I forgot about that. Never forget. Also, The Martian's funnier than a lot of comedies that win comedy, so those who are like, ah, it's not comedy, it's funnier than your stuff. Tarantino says you might write a Once Upon a Time novelisation. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what What? a blog says, and I bet that's just something he's just said randomly once while he's bored. Yeah, maybe. Don't trust anything that Um, anyone says, except for this film was fun. And this film could be up for Oscars. Because it did have the window, didn't it? Yeah, it did It did have its theatrical release cut, but so did a lot of films. So I think they'll probably be a bit more open to digital windows these days, based on the yeah, situation. Yeah, that's true. Because back yeah, in the day, you know, they had to stay in wind theatres for a while before they could go anywhere. But now with the VOD and the COVID, which is the VOD of the modern age, yeah, maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe it'll be um, Birds of Prey, Bad Boys for Life and Bin Practical Brokers. <laughs> the big bees. Do you think? Can you see a sequel happening? With yeah, this? I can. I mean, it made quite a bit of money, didn't it? International Joker's International. Mm. Mm. What um, if they did a whole continent? They go to Antarctica. I thought they were going to leave. They're penguins. <laughs> Wait, like the movie. Yeah. How would I, I get that name? What? How would, they, how, would they, how would they come up with that name? I'll tell you next week. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I I can see them getting bigger and bigger now. Um, oh, they'll do another one in a couple of years' time, I'm sure. Yeah. See how that goes, see if they come up with any ideas and have fun. They've got a whole career first, in. That will be the first film to be back in theatres. <laughs> just that and nothing else. That's what that's what the that's what Hollywood's going to be banking on. And you're, you're just back. they're just amazed. They managed to get all this footage shot of them hanging out and doing tricks on people <laughs> when everyone wasn't out and everyone couldn't be tricked. <laughs> um, what do you think about the um, the the running thing of what does Mur do? Yep, three when he's good not bits. around. Three good yeah. bits. That's how you do a, a, a sketch. You return every so often, you heighten it up a little bit, make it weird. <laughs> you don't have to have, like, oh, we'll explore. It's just, yeah, that's it. I do think they were going to, um, like, sort of round it off in some it would be, way. I would, you know, obviously, we'd obviously like a big finale, but uh, mm. the way they treat it, it's just, yeah, it's funny. It doesn't outsell welcome it either, all three of the times. Yeah. It's just, it's just a nice little bit of business. Breaking up the <laughs> monotony of jokes. Ugh, I hate jokes. <laughs> um, oh my god, that was just one of the most fun episodes we've done in a. In yeah, to watch yeah, the film, I mean, not to record a podcast on it. True. It's awful to do this part. This is just it. Kind know, of dying. is. Yeah. <laughs> but, you texted me earlier with notes you were making. Yeah. Or, points to do. Do you want to hit those up at any point? Well, I was, and then I got, I got awkward about it. <laughs> so I was trying to, I was trying to wing it. Uh, okay. So we've done favorite punishment, favorite punishment, favorite Joker, first uh, memory, favorite task, and favorite guest cameo. We've kind of hit them oh, all up. Okay, we? right. Well, yeah, you did it so naturally. I thought you hadn't even done any of them yet. You see, I'm see? disappointed. <laughs> 
I thought you, you were like, right, let's stop the episode and do uh, e, ooh, ah, there you are. Oh, no, I, the fabric of the show. <laughs> I feel like we, we should mention again um, Gary Busey. I was gutted that he didn't turn up in this because he seemed like a genuine fan the couple of times that he's turned up on the show. Yeah, which is why he doesn't want to be in the first movie, so he can be in the second movie in an Oscar-nominatable performance, so he can get that True. second <laughs> award. He's got one. He needs a second. What has he got one for? Um, the Buddy Holly story. Uh, uh, never saw that. Is any good? Never saw it. Mm-hmm. I like my Gary. Would you like to add it to the list? No. <laughs> I don't like Buddy Holly. Join us next week for the Gary Busey story. Yeah, the people, the only people Featured I like who have crazy adventures on planes are people who are impractical jokers. And Tom Cruise. Oh my God! What an ending. And Tom Cruise. Yeah. And maybe Tom Hanks, but not Sally. Because <laughs> um, the fun I'm thing about Sally, he'd do that in June. Or was it July? Um, I've just, I've just got the uh, the sketch from Saturday Night Live in my head now, where he's playing Sally. Oh, uh, he's... Cal- Cowbell. <laughs> and he still wants to save people. Uh... <laughs> oh, a specific sketch. I thought you just meant the concept of Saturday Night Live. To the listeners, Saturday Night Live was a show that ran for about 45 years, in which uh, most Saturday nights live, they would perform sketches. This was before. Before. The event. Do you remember, the, do you remember before? <laughs> the skies like were greeny yellow. <laughs> yes. The bees, um, they would buzz into your ears. Who do you think and the, the flowers, uh, the flowers, they would grow into your skin, like the scenes in the ruins. Remember the ruins? Who do you think is going to be the first? Who do you think is going to be first? The first. Um, Impractical Joker to die. You know, Saturday Night Live. I think it'll be Daniel Craig to promote uh, the new Bond film. Okay, here's my pitch. <laughs> They get the host of the last couple of Oscars. Bold. <laughs> they did a great job at the Oscars, and I think it'd be good if they uh, hosted SNL. They do a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Hey. Oh yeah. The, the, yeah. The host of who doesn't know the host of the last couple of Oscars? Yeah. Everyone knows the host. Yeah. They were great. Um. They were. Uh, hey, I get to ask you a question this time. Uh, Andrew Jones. Two inches. Are you mad that you watched... <laughs> are you mad that you watched Impractical Jokers, the movie? <laughs> I, I, can I be mad at you? I had to pay £10 for this, this experience. I did yeah. offer. <laughs> yeah, but you're out of your job yourself nowadays. There's no jobs left in this world. Yeah, we're all bartering for oh, bottle caps like it's Fallout. <laughs> Are you I drink mad? out of a can. Can't be mad, surely. No, I'm not mad. I watched this movie. You're not mad. No. How Are you, you movie mad that you watched Impractical Jokers the movie? I'm not movie mad. I'm comedy mad. This was a very very funny that. experience. But I call that movies a bit of a stretch. A fun experience. Yeah. No. No. I. I completely, yeah. That's why it's making this a bit of an awkward episode, I suppose. Yeah. Um, 
but it's it's still it's just nice to sort of um to you know wax lyrical about something that you you've been a fan of for a while for me anyway <laughs> yeah, it's a good time good time it was, it was fun and we should all celebrate and have a nice time and just feel feel happy again for a while. For, you know, um, Oh, hello, the podcast. Do we do we need to tee up next week's again? <laughs> and then change yes. it up next week again? Yeah, yeah. so um, obviously uh, you, can, you can find me on Twitter, at Ethan Runt. And I'm on your... Twitter at uh, movie underscore mad. Um, Instagram underscore at underscore movie underscore mad. Yeah. Are you movie mad? It's on Twitter. Yep. You can find us on Facebook at Are You Movie Mad? And Are You Movie Mad at hotmail dot com. You can uh, email us your insanity during this quarantine. Send us random things, and we'll not read them because I'm assuming they're spam. I'm assuming oh, everything is spam. Tom, Top Gun Maverick release pushed to December. Oh, wonderful! But when's Tenet coming out? <clears throat> Oh, is he? He's still holding. He's still holding firm on that, isn't he? I believe that uh, Christopher Nolan has uh, commanded them to project it onto the moon for everybody. <laughs> so we've got that to look forward to. Mm. God, imagine Christopher Christopher Nolan doing an Interstellar Christopher movie. Maloney doing Interstellar. <laughs> right, you see, Christopher Nolan with Interstellar, um, he's going to put the film on this part. But the uh, viewer, the film is going to project over here, and the viewer is going to be over here. But the viewer to be able to watch the film, what if they just simply <laughs> fold and right through? <laughs> and that's how a person will watch a film. I mean, yeah, that sounds logic logical to me. Come on, Tarsh. <laughs> Tarsh, I'd love a kick you. <laughs> yes. So uh, next week. Next week. Next week we're going to do. A movie. <laughs> We're going to do a movie that, of course, shares a title with a very good Kings of Leon song. Right. <coughs> <I'm>... <coughs> Sorry. Um... Mr. Police, I'm giving you all the clues. <laughs> At this point. <coughs> oh, Christ. I don't know why I've done it. Sorry. You know what? If we make it to next week. Yeah, you're, are you trying to die so we don't have to do this episode? What the flip? <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I was, trying, I was actually trying not to, not to cough as well. I think we get to cough. It makes it even worse. I'm fine. Yeah, that's you. true. <laughs> I'm right behind you. <laughs> it's a ghost. Oh. Oh. Um. Oh. You know what I've never seen. Johnny, <laughs> I've hungered for podcasts along quarantine. You've never seen Ghost? No. Starring Whoopi Goldberg? Nope. Never seen it. They had a VIP screening of it one Valentine's Day. This Valentine's Day, wasn't it? Well, it'd be this one. Yeah. Because they were looking forward to doing other VIP screenings, such as uh, Weird Science and The Shawshank Redemption, which I believe are all cancelled now. I wonder if many people would have Just like those, Kevin so. Spacey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who wants to go and see Shawshank Redemption 
with all the food you can have beforehand and just sit there and go like, yeah, I can watch this at home and make my own food. Be, you know, twenty five quid cheap. Yeah, it is extortion. But then again, hey, this week we can be extortionately priced by renting Trolls World Tour now on digital. Or you can buy, in fact, a Jokers the movie and keep yeah, forever for, for for six pounds less than Trolls World Tour now on digital. Jeez. This episode, of course, is sponsored by Trolls World Tour. What kind of genre music troll are you, Johnny? Um, popcorn uh, music? Is that popcorn, popcorn music? music? Yeah. Oh, a bit like Queen Poppy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that a natural character? Poppy? That's Anna Kendrick. Branch, of course, is Justin Timberlake. The Bergens. I, I imagine you're reading this off creatures. the IMDb. Uh, I am not. This is from memory. I saw the film. I even attended a recording session. Well, join us next week for Trolls World Tour, apparently. Which uh, the co-host of Good Morning Britain made jokes about her co-host and trolls. And uh, Fox (laughs) then demands we probably cut that from the B-roll material. Well, I am going to go and watch the Infractal God Jokers movie again, to be honest. Well, I'm going to go off and make some dinner. Until next week. No. No, you don't get to do that twice. (laughs) Until next week, your humiliation is to sit here with that understanding that that's how you chose to end an episode. That's how you chose. You thought this is why I the wittiest reward you could ever do. And you went da 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 da. You didn't even go da 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 da. Did you call me a callback? It's a Justin Timberlake song. You This is why I leave the act. Okay, okay, right, before we end. All right. Best film starring a member of NSYNC. Uh, Social Network. Practical Jokers movie. Or Trolls World Tour. <laughs> Those are the two options. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Um, Impractical Jokers movie, I imagine. Uh, I've not seen World Tour. This uh, episode is sponsored by Trolls World Tour. This is currently out on digital <laughs> HD. Rentable only. You cannot pay it. You cannot buy to pay it. You will never own this film. No one must own this film. Only we at Universal, DreamWorks Universal, may own this film. Uh, I'm also reading that uh, we should go fuck ourselves. Trolls World Tour. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.